What is up, you guys? All right, day 15. We're gonna get a little bit more real today. I did this activity and I went through this process myself quite a few years ago and it literally brought me to tears because I had no idea how much time I was wasting, time and energy, when I was the same person that was saying that I had no time and I was literally just wasting my life away. So a couple of things to consider is not only where your time is going, but who in your life and what in your life is controlling your time. The best example I can give you would be a boss. Now, yes, I get it. You have to work. You have to go to your nine to five. But for many of us, it's no longer a nine to five. And I can speak from experience where Andre, my husband, started, you know, for his nine to five, which let's call it an eight to five. He started showing up at 530 in the morning and he would roll in at about 545 at night. Now, was that absolutely necessary? No. Was it demanded of his boss? Sometimes was the pressure there? Yeah, but was it necessary? No. Furthermore, did it align with the life goals that he had? No. And more and more that became apparent to us that our time and his time was being spent away from home, working for a job that didn't work towards our goals as a couple. It was working towards his boss's goals though. And that's something that really hit home for me at a young age was working towards my family's goals, my family, like me, Andre, future children, our home, our dreams, our dream trips, our dream vacations, our dream cars, physical stuff, but memories more than anything. Instead of working towards your boss's dream vacation and your boss's dream car and your boss's dream home. I remember one of my coaches said that she was so ready to quit her job because she felt like she was working nonstop for her boss and she had asked for a raise and they said, no, we just can't afford it. And the next week they rolled in a brand new BMW. That was to me a breaking point for her. She ended up quitting her job and it just it was that moment that she needed and it was a blessing because she needed to realize that she wasn't working towards her own goals. She was working towards someone else's goals. So the actions day to day didn't align with the end outcome that she wanted. And she was working hours that weren't necessary or in her, in her demands that when she was originally employed that that was a mandate that she had to meet that was way over and above and a lot of us do that that we say that we work 80 hours a week when we can't really answer why we do it we just do it because it's demanded of us or it's expected of us and that's control for me I really felt that with school I studied architecture in school and I would literally, it was a daily thing. I would leave school at about, let's call it 5 p.m., depending on which day it was. Sometimes it was 8 p.m. And the professor would literally say, by the way, Angie, I'd really like to see a full mock-up model of your floor plan and the building that you're doing by tomorrow at 8 a.m. That means an all-nighter for me. And I knew it. And they loved that. They thought it was awesome. So basically our school, the way that it worked is there were 70 students that came in year one. The year we graduated, there was about not even 40. And they loved it. They, they saw it as a skimming mechanism where the, the tough ones will hang out. And I did. And the amount of all-nighters that I pulled, um, I was quite proud. I went up until I would say three or four in the morning, but I never fully pulled an all-nighter because it was what they demanded. And I never wanted to be one of the people that just came to that level of pressure. And it was just, you know, I'm hard headed that way, but I never wanted to do it. And the pressure though, and the, the level of demands that were placed on us were crazy. 
my point in this is when you own your own business or when you have your own goals, it's funny how you won't take deadlines as seriously or you won't take time as seriously. So we'll allow professors and bosses to control our time and we will give them all of our time and all of our energy and meet those deadlines and stay up all night to meet those deadlines. But we won't do it for our own dreams and our own goals. Blows my mind. And I was I was one of those people. Andre is one of those people. And until you come to the hard realization that you'll never get to your goals and your dreams when you're always working towards what other people want and where other people are tugging and pulling at you. That's the hard reality. So the other one and the other category that this falls into is family. And it is crazy to me that I hear it so many times a day that, well, my kids come first and my husband comes first and family comes first. A hundred percent. But do you know what you're doing in saying that? You are literally using the utmost number one, in my opinion, reason why you must achieve these goals and you must succeed because you're probably doing more than any of this for them. You are using your number one reason why as your number one freaking excuse. You are using your reason that, you know, your kids take up all of your time or you have to go to work or you have to do this as the excuse as to the thing that could lead you to spending all of your time with your kids and having that freedom or that you could tell your boss that you ain't coming back next Monday. Like that's the difference. And seeing it in that light, it's not an excuse. It's a reason why you've got to hustle. It's not the thing holding you back. It's the thing that's going to push you forward. So tap into that. So where is your time going? So let's do a really, really interesting activity. And obviously in this, you're going to see it's not just families, not just bosses, not just professors in school. It's TV, phone, social media, and sleep. And I drew out a, just a circle, like a regular old circle on a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be pretty. And I did a bunch of divisions into a 24 hour clock. So I took from midnight, noon, and then I just divided it into all the different hours. So I literally went and I'll just, I'm gonna walk you through this so you can do this because it really doesn't have to be anything complicated and you can get some coloring pencils out. So you're gonna draw a big old circle, big old circle. And then you're gonna draw a line down the middle and divide it into four. So you've got 12, noon, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., and you can go from there, but you can kind of get an idea this way of from, let's say, a little bit before, so let's call it 10 p.m., you're going to cross-hash that out, and then till about, let's call it 6 a.m., you're sleeping. So, and you, like I said, you can color code this if you want to get fancy, but you know that from here to here you're sleeping. So then what are you doing from here to here? You can get really detailed about it. You know that maybe for 15 minutes you're driving to work. You know that for this much time you're at work. You know that you have a lunch break. So where is all your time going? And like I said, I cried the first time I did that because I was sleeping my life away. I was sleeping my life away and watching TV all the time. And the most alarming part, and I think the thing that just kicked it over the edge for me was there was so much unaccounted for time. And I think that was TV and phone that I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where those hours were going. Like there were literally hours between the, the times of let's say 7 PM and until the time I went to bed where I just looked at the thing and I said the graphic and I just thought, I don't know what I do between those hours on a consistent basis. I don't know what I do. They're unaccounted for hours. I have no idea, no clue. Even if I looked at it the day before, I would have had no idea. And that's an alarming thought because you're 
you're basically a puppet to a bunch of puppeteers of TV, distractions, sleep, boss, family, demands, all around you, and everything takes priority except for the goals that are going to get you closer to the things that you want to achieve in life. And that's where you've got to make some time for those activities that will align with the outcomes that you want. So take some time to draw that out, figure out where your time is going, where the demands are going, where you're being pulled and where you will not be pulled any longer and where you're going to make time for yourself. And the way that you do this, by the way, as a solution that I found, you have an appointment. It's an appointment with yourself, whether it's an appointment to work out every day, that's an appointment with yourself. You don't need to explain it to anybody, whether it is a work and you, and you have a job and this is your side hustle to treat it as such that those hours you are working on your side hustle for maybe like a three hour period of day, either after the kids go to bed or sometime in the evening or early in the morning or on your lunch break, you can fit in an hour there, but that's your time. That's the appointment with yourself and that's how it needs to be scheduled into your calendar. And no one will ask any questions when it's you taking it seriously. You'll, you'll lead the way on that one with your own belief and your own conviction. But when you start to see this, it might actually make you angry, which is great because you'll be that much more dedicated to things that will move the needle for you and your dreams and your goals for your family and your future. So I hope this was helpful. Get that done and let me know how it went. Bye, dude. Let's go.